You're listening to the Dr. Race Show, starring Tony and the AIA. Yo, what it is, your people? It's your boy Tony coming through with another episode of Dr. Brace's Show. This is episode number 400, nope, not 400, 646. 646 here for you. Coming to you straight for the Dr. Brace's Show. Hold just one second, y'all. Yeah, Peter Griffin and the family just give me just a little bit too back, too much background noise on that jump, but you know, we here doing this thing just like we do for you, semi-weekly, every weekly, off and on weekly, once a month, however I do it, but this is a new show. From Dr. Brace Network, where you come through, you get your sports, you get your entertainment, you get some random news, and then of course I'm going to give you some of that thirst content in the last section of the show, so you stick around if that's what you're here for. Now, man, it's been a good week. It's the Thanksgiving weekend wrapping up now. We're about to go into that countdown of Christmas for everybody, for those of you who celebrate that holiday. Um, But for me, it's just that, what we call it, the peak season. People come through, they're trying to get all their things done and and moved around before they get to celebrating the, the, the Yuletide festivities and the end of the year. So, you know, we'll get to that. Gotta get my smokes going. Give me a little little sippity sip over here on the side. You know, just a taste. And we get into this thing. You find Dr. Abrasive Show on all your social media networks, Dr. Abrasive. That's gonna be your Instagram, your Twitters, your Facebooks. Your TikToks, your Snapchats, wherever you may go to do, get down with your social media. And you can leave your feedback, feedback at drbrace.com. So you go through and do that. Join our Patreon, patreon.com for a little as patreon.com slash drbrace for a little as a dollar. Appreciate those who go through and do that. And whenever I f- find this phone number again, I'll put the phone number up so people can leave voicemails if that's what they would like to do. But we do welcome feedback. Do listen to the people that listen to us. And we appreciate everybody that take time to do that. But y'all think about all random thought for this week, man. And what I realize that for most people, or in most cases, I ain't gonna say in all cases, man, there's about three type of people in this world. And my mathematicians will get this. They're the people who don't know what the hell they're doing and they can't get the right answer no way, shape, or fashion, and they gotta see help. There's people that get the right answer and they do it the right way. Either they know the way to do it, they use the right, the right patterns to get it done, and they get the right answer. And then there's people who don't know how the hell to get the right answer, but yet they get it and they do it the wrong way or however they feel like they're doing it. They teach you the wrong shit or they show people the wrong shit and they get the right answer every time and they just swear, hey, they made the work, even though they don't know what the fuck they do. For the people that like to do things by the book, or by the numbers, or you know through some type of method, that last group aggravates the shit out of them. You know the people that just kind of like fumbling around and they just kind of like stumble upon some some good shit and then they just use that same method over and over again, bruh. I don't know how to put it in the real context, but I, I don't even know how I got on this thought process today, but it was just, just laying it in my lap. Um, and I put a pin in, and I was like, man, I get to do the show, I'm going to talk about it. But 
You know, I think I need to go flush that out a little bit more while I'm, since I brought it up. Mm-mm-mm. Trying to get my damn TV to back playing where it was. Uh, well, that's neither here nor there. I don't, like I said, I forgot how I got on that, that tangent. I started it. So I'm just going to leave it there with a, with a little to be continued or some shit. May not ever come to it again. You know how you get to the, those little cliffhangers and they never circle back to it? That's what this going to be. I might come back to that thought. I might not. Right, let's get into sports. Let's talk about the NFL. Uh, we got some some NFL news and results to talk about, so we're gonna go straight into the results for this week. Um, games this week that matter: the Steelers uh, came out and beat the Bengals 16 to 10 after they, um, you know, they but they put their former offensive coordinator on the uh, unemployment line after everybody was calling for it. We saw uh, the Giants pick up a win over the Pats. The Pats still looking terrible over there, two or nine. Uh, the Jaguars um, put a more firm hold on their division by um, putting that three-point win on the Texas, twenty-four to twenty-one. The Broncos just keep on winning. I, man, I don't know what's going on with these dudes, man. Twenty-nine to twelve this week over the Browns. We saw the Chiefs get a win over the Raiders. The Eagles pulled it out against the Bills. The Bills are sliding. Man, they sliding bad right now. And then the Ravens took a, a Sunday night victory over the Chargers. On Thursday, you saw three games. You got the 49ers, um, you know, kind of taking the lead on the division by handling the Seahawks in Seattle. Green Bay had a showing by taking down uh, the team that people wanted to make the next great contender in the NFC, the Lions. They lost to Green Bay 29-22. Washington continue to beat up on teams that are I'm not Washington. The Cowboys continue to beat up on teams that are not that good. 45 to 10 over the Commanders. And then uh, we saw the Dolphins beat the Jets on Friday. Monday Night Football is going to be the Vikings and the Bears. So that's where that goes. So as we stand right now, the Dolphins hold the lead in the NFC, in the AFC East. The Baltimore Ravens at 9-3 are holding on to the North. The Jags are 8-3 with the South, and of course the Chiefs are pretty much running away with the AFC West with the Broncos trying to climb back in that thing. They had one game over 500 right now, 6-5. The Eagles, the class of the NFL right now, are 10-1 with a matchup with the 49ers coming up next week. Cowboys sitting in the background just waiting on the Eagles to stumble so they can capitalize on that even though they got a game against them. They sent the 83. The Lions are 8-3 also. They pretty much going to run away with their division unless they just stumble somewhere around the way. The Falcons with that win today over the Saints gave them the lead in the NFC South. And then you got the 49ers at 8-3 holding on to the West. So those are your NFC standings. But the news that you got going this week, I talked about the Chargers beating – not the Chargers, <laughs> damn. I talked about Green Bay beating um, Green Bay beating the Lions on Thursday. They also picked up a big win over the Chargers, so Green Bay is looking like they're pretty good, and Jordan Love is starting to have, slowly starting to have some pretty good games out there. You know, people were talking shit about that man, and he's starting to turn his team to the point to where they can try to make a run at the end of the season if they can win some big games down the stretch. That remains to be seen about them. Uh, we got uh, the Pittsburgh news. 
they fired Matt Canada early in the week, right before Thanksgiving, going into the holiday. They let the uh, offense coordinator go for their, what people were calling their stagnant offense and their defense hanging on. But by doing so, they put themselves in a position to try to win some games without their without their offensive coordinator they had all season. So not much of a scheme change, but I guess they decided to, you know, to rough up the waters to see if they can get something going for their team because they were really looking bad early on. I mean, they were hanging in there winning games. It's just that they weren't really making no move. They were kind of stuck in that neutral right there. Uh, from the wild news, uh, Aaron Rodgers came out and said within two weeks he'd be on the practice field after having uh, what seemed to be a season-ending Achilles injury. But he's looking like he's, he wants to get out there and play even though the Jets have uh, moved on from Zach Wilson and went on with another quarterback. Um, Rodgers said he might be back to, to try to play. If this man gets back on this field by the end of this season, y'all, that's some crazy-ass shit. That's some weird-ass shit. This dude just got the cast taken off, and now he out here telling you ready to go practice. He ain't gonna be hit this team, but hey, let that man try. Let that man try. In the NBA, the in-season tournament rolls on this week. Uh, we get some. We're gonna get some finality this week. Right now, we got a couple teams that have the opportunity to clinch their their particular groups. Uh, Charlotte has a chance to get into the wild card uh, by winning and having Cleveland, Miami, and Boston all Boston and Brooklyn all lose. New York, the Knicks still have a chance, but um, they need Milwaukee to lose, and they have because they have the, tip, the tiebreaker over Milwaukee, and they can clinch a wild card um, through a number about three different scenarios happen for them. Uh, the Bucks can clinch their group if they win, or the Knicks win, and Milwaukee gets the tiebreaker over um, the Knicks and Miami. But they have a whole bunch of scenarios to get them in the wild card, to get them to win the group. They said the same thing again. Oh, they can win. They can win the group with a Milwaukee with them winning and the Knicks winning, like I said. Or they can win with Miami winning and the Knicks losing. Too much shit going on. I was just going to go on that. I'm not going to go through all them scenarios. I'm going to go through these standards real quick. Because uh, these games come back on Tuesday. Right now, the Pacers have clinched. The Cavs are sitting at 2-1. and one. In their group, uh, East B, uh, the Bucks are 3-0. and oh, The Knicks are 2-1. The Heat are 2-1. The Hornets are 1-2. Like I said, they still got a chance to clinch a wild card. Uh, the Magic are 3-1. and one. They haven't clinched anything, but the Bulls have been eliminated. And so have the Raptors. So, three-team race in that one. In the West group, the Lakers have clinched. The Suns are trying to fight for a wild card. The Pelicans and the Rockets are still alive in their group, with the Pelicans having the 3-1 uh, record. And the Kings, Timberwolves, and Warriors all have are alive in their group, with the Kings being the 3-0. Right now, uh, your point leaders are... Jalen Brunson, he's averaging 33 a game. Joel Embiid, 34. 
Kevin Durant, Avenger 36, Donovan Mitchell, Avenger 38, and De'Aaron Fox, 35, 30, 40, about 40 a game. So, the quarterfinals are going to kick off on December 4th. They're going to wrap up this Tuesday, like I said, with the rest of these games that are being played. So, with those games finally wrapping up and those teams finally getting their fourth game out of the way, um, we can see some separation and see what this NCAA tournament is going to look like. So get ready on the 4th of December where you're going to get um, two games on that Monday, two games on Tuesday, semifinals will roll on Thursday, and then that Saturday will be the championship between the next two teams. Everybody that gets eliminated will go right back into plan um, as is. Let's see. So oh, I just gave you the games that are coming up. All right. I was on the NBA, man. It was funny because um, the Clippers went to San Antonio to play the Spurs, and um, the fans there were, were not feeling Kawhi Leonard and were booing that man. And Greg Popovich, being the, the classic gentleman that he is, took the mic during the game to tell the people to uh, stop booing that man. Don't 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 boo that man. He, he he did his thing for San Antonio. So let's let's uh, make sure that we we hold up our end of the bargain there on that. Slide down to college football. One thing I have here before I get to my little rankings or my rankings. Uh, <laughs> somebody leaked a video of the Arkansas, Arkansas lot. Arkansas locker room during the game where they played um, Auburn, they were down 26 to three, 27 to three and a half. And somebody looked at the video of the red shirt locker room where they were sitting there watching the Polar Express. And um, people took that as the team was not being serious, but they didn't take it into context of which locker room it was that they were showing it on. But either way, those kids were in there having fun and people were out there mad. Hey, man, that team was sorry this year. So, hey, let them watch that Polar Express, man. One thing I say about it, why the Polar Express playing so early? It ain't Thanksgiving yet. They already showing you Christmas movie. Which I'm joking about that, too. Because I understand why people go straight into Christmas after Halloween. I mean, after Halloween, you got like three weeks before you get to Thanksgiving. So, you got three weeks of Thanksgiving prep versus... Uh, seven weeks or so uh, getting ready for Christmas. So which one you want to do? You want to go ahead and get your Christmas stuff up and have it up for seven weeks and get in your Christmas mood for the next seven weeks? Or do you want to spend three weeks f fiddling around with Thanksgiving and then shift into Christmas immediately afterwards? So I don't know. All right. So Dr. Bracer bracket for um, the college football rankings. I took the 12 teams because we don't get a 12 team playoff to next year. But if we had it this year, this is the way Dr. Brayson would say. This is the way I say that it would break down. So right now we will have in the 5-12 matchup, we have Ohio State versus Oklahoma. In the 6-11, it would be Bama versus Mizzou. In 7-10, it would be Texas versus Ole Miss. And then in 8-9, Oregon and Penn State with uh, Michigan. I mean, Florida State, Michigan, Washington, and Georgia getting the bye. Georgia being one, Michigan being – not Michigan. Washington being two, Michigan being three, and Florida State being three. 
four. And for visual aids, the winner of Oregon, Penn State will play Georgia. The winner of Ohio State, Oklahoma will play Florida State. The winner of Texas A&M, Ole Miss will play Washington. And the winner of Bama, Mizzou will play Cheatonass, Michigan. How do you think that would play out? If that was the playoff scenario? Me? I would pick it to be a Georgia, a Georgia Oregon quarterfinal with a Florida State, Ohio State quarterfinal. Um, I pick Ole Miss to take out Texas to go on and play Washington and Bama to go on and play Michigan. So the way I would look is Georgia, Oregon, Florida State, Ohio State, Washington, Ole Miss, and Michigan, and Bama. Uh, then I'm not even gonna pick it from there. What, what would you think? How would you think it would play out from there? Uh, we still got the the conference championships to go, so that will adjust these rankings for one last time next week after the conference championships are over with. Um, and then we'll see where we go from there. Some teams could move in, some teams could move out. How would you think that that should go? All right, let's go slide down. Let me pause for the calls real quick. All right, let's get on down to some entertainment news, man. Let's talk about that boy Snoop D-O-double-G. Uh, Snoop expressed that he was going smokeless, and people took that as my, the guy who's been known for smoking the green for, shit, 30-plus years right now, uh, saying that he was going to uh, quit smoking. Uh, but it was all a marketing ploy. Now all a marketing ploy Snoop's new deal with Solo Stove, which is a, which is like a smokeless um, fire pit or heater or something of that sort. Um, working with Snoop and that's what the smokeless entails. So people were all on the social media and all other media sites talking about how uh, they couldn't believe that Snoop was going to stop smoking. I know uh, Meek Mill said something to the regards about him stopping smoking um, after this, but at the end of the day, man, Snoop would talk about turning down the weed. He was talking about just turning down the smoke pits. That that dude right there is ever present when it comes to taking a chance to boost his brand and help somebody else out. That's that's what Snoop does right there, man. Other news in entertainment, if you haven't heard it, I don't know where you've been. You've probably been under the rock. The, there was a lawsuit on November 16th alleging that rapper, producer, uh, music mogul Sean P. Diddy Combs had been involved in all kinds of sexual deviant acts um, alleged against one Cassie from when the time that they met back in 2005 to who knows when. Um, she issued a lawsuit against him about things from having him to get having her to engage in sexual acts with male prostitutes and uh, raping her and so many other things in that regard. Uh, the lawsuit hit the hit the media waves real quick, and it's just as quick as that hit the media waves, there was a settlement. Snoop Cam and Snoop Diddy came out. They settled it behind closed doors. The terms of the settlement to this point, I don't know what they were, but um, it's been settled. Uh, but that doesn't mean that 
that Diddy is uh, scot-free. So anytime anything like that happens, you already know it's about to happen. Somebody else is going to come out and start uh, accusing the man of things that happened that uh, they seen it happen. So just like that, it started to happen. People start coming out and telling their stories or, or telling a story or whatever they had against Diddy and what came about. Uh, people been having their whole say on why he would have went ahead and settled so quickly, um, what it means that he's guilty of these things or not, and is it just a way just to keep from tarnishing his name? But I don't understand how people don't know how that works in these days. Once your name is tied to something like that, unless it's completely false, man, you got that scarlet letter on your name forever. And... Um, <laughs> it's crazy, man, because it said it's going back to 2005, 2009, um, when they first met. And I don't think, like, man, all this time, you know, this man been moving in, in, the, in, the, in the music industry. Now, you know, people had their little, their little things about Diddy that they do or don't like. Um, but at the same time, like, it really wasn't very knowledgeable to that. I mean, the man is out here accused of paying off like hotels for deleted security footage of him acting up and him abusing Cassie in hotels and shit. And, um, you know, telling who else he ran afoul in the, during this time period. Funny thing about that for me is, well, the interesting thing about me is, whenever these things happen, there's a lot of people we find about stuff about after the fact. People always say, well, why do people didn't come out when it happened? And for a bunch of reasons why people don't, because, you know, one, some people just ain't going to believe how outrageous that stuff is. If you'd heard this in 2005 and heard the Diddy was doing these things to Cassie, would you believe that around the fact? Or would you believe that she was just a young star trying to get her name out there, trying to get her money up off the backs of somebody like P. Diddy by falsely accusing him? Would you question everything that she said that he did over, those time, over that time period? As outlandish as it be. Now, some people like did it seems like the type of person to do that. Some people, you know, still gonna be, you know, skeptical. I mean, people are still riding for folks like R. Kelly and um, Bill Cosby to this day. And it, just, but the interesting to me was I was saying was, man, it's crazy because who else out there that we kind of think could have a scot-free record that is out here doing some wild boy shit that we probably gonna find out about, you know, years down the road. Now, we tossed some names out on our live that we did that who we thought, you know, could, you know, what kind of make us shake our head and be like, damn, I can't believe this nigga did it. I know one of the big names was LeBron James because he has been pretty much scandal-free the entire time that we known this dude. He's an upstanding citizen and, you know, for the most part, he's a family man and he don't do none of that wild boy shit. Um, but there's a couple other stars out there that, you know, or people, celebrities out there that if you heard some things about them, just think about who your favorites might be if you heard something about them. Would you believe it? Especially if it was real wild, crazy shit? Or would you be ready to push back on it and be like, yeah, that nigga did that shit. On the movie scene, we had the Marvels drop. Another MCU joint. Hit the movie theaters. No spoilers in this thing, man. For me, the movie did gave me everything that I was looking for. 
it served up the story of Cal Danvers, um, Spectrum, and Ms. Marvel, and gave us a compelling storyline about what's going on in the galaxy and the MCU, especially off the world, off planet. And we did get some things, some some little bit of interaction on Earth, but the majority of this movie took place in on other planets without it out in space. Um, and it continues to do the thing that I admire about Marvel and what they do in this movie with some people just, you know, that have a pushback on. It continues to push the storyline of what Marvel's gonna do with their characters going forward. I mean, I know that we're talking about a decade of movies, a decade plus of movies, um, and story that they're running continuously. And that in and of itself is a very commendable thing to continue to put out projects that continue to tell a continuous overarching story while just continue to hit these one-offs for these characters to push along that character's development and then bringing in other characters in the loop. I mean, we got Carol Danvers a couple years ago as just Carol Danvers. We introduced her to the universe and then basically found out that she was going to be one of the major roles in how the Infinity Saga was going to play out through the type of character that she was. And then in that time period, we got a couple other characters that we introduced to the Disney and the Disney Plus series that we looped into these movies. And that's the thing that I think is interesting too, because the Disney Plus series, for whatever it's worth, for the people that don't watch them or don't care to watch them or ain't, ain't trying to get into them, they're telling some stories that bring that come into the movies that they like. Look, we're not going to go back and tell you exactly what happened in the show. We're going to give you a little hints, a couple Easter eggs, and if you want to go back and watch, you can, but you can still watch and enjoy this movie while I'm doing this. But when they bring in the, the huge Easter eggs, like the mid-scene mid and the end credits, and try to tie those into the overall arc of the universe and the whole movie cinema, the movie cinematic universe, yeah, man, you got to be in the know, or else it's just going to be some weird shit that don't make any sense to you. I'm sitting there watching that, that first credit that, that it wasn't even a after credit scene that last scene before the credits I'm sitting there watching that thinking man if you do not know these characters like you you wasn't familiar with the Disney Plus series it don't mean nothing to you now the mid credit scene probably meant a lot more to a couple more people because I think people are going to be familiar with the characters that are involved in the mid, mid credit scene a lot more so than the last scene of the movie But bringing in all of these different outsides of what's going on with these people makes perfect sense. Because even something like Secret Invasion, it didn't tell a lot of the story. Um, it didn't have a lot to do with the story. But the things that you learned in Secret Invasion, they meant something to you when you watch this movie. Because they, and it made the movie make a lot more sense because they tied some characters back that they may have mentioned casually in that Disney Plus series. They tied them characters into this movie and some of the things that we knew about what was going on with some of these species and some of the people that are tied in this other races of people in there and the planet of people that are, are moving around within this galaxy and how their story is playing out. So for me, works fine. Works great. Um, is it the best movie out right now? No, it's not going to be the best movie out, but it's worth seeing if you are keeping up with what's going on in Marvel and you plan on going to see other Marvel movies or watching any of the other Disney Plus series that are coming along because, like, one of those characters they put in the final scene 
the show that she was on, it wasn't even like that much. But by knowing everything from that series and bringing it into this this universe, you know what's about to happen. You kind of can feel how they're going with that. And for that, man, like I said, I am enjoying it and I am ready for the next project that they're about to drop. I'm not even sure what that next project is going to be. But when it comes, I'm going to be right there watching it, keeping up with it. I know the Echo had a trailer, and that's going to be a Disney Plus show. Um, look like they're going to bring another character that's been in the universe that they kind of... Uh, a couple characters, actually, two characters I've seen. One that's going to be a major player in this thing, and then one may have a major part, but we don't know. It looks like them in the trailer. Don't know if they're going to have a major part in that thing. So, yeah, we're going to get in there and watch that out, man, and, and see how that works. And, and again, I'll be right back here talking about, man, I enjoyed every single moment of that. They have no problems at all with nothing that they did in these movies. Oh, and to capitalize on that, man, I am waiting on them to pay off the Eternals because eventually that's going to happen. Something from the Eternals is going to pay off big in one of these movies and people that, that shit on that movie is going to be like, hmm, uh, I didn't get that movie a chance, but now I see what that movie did for what's going on in the universe. All right, it's just in, man. These niggas is crazy. So... People got mad at Bud Light, Budweiser this year for the pride cans and spokespeople that they had. They got mad at Target for celebrating motherfucking um, Pride Month and having pride themed items in their in their stores. And Target is back again, getting that heat for these people that have something against, AKA quote unquote or whatever you want to call it, wokeness. By going in there and seeing inclusive Christmas decorations and Christmas ornaments of different types of characters. Um, for one example, I saw they had a Santa Claus in a wheelchair. You know, like a, 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 a Santa Claus that you know that's not an able body standing up on his own feet. Santa Claus, but the Santa Claus needs the help of a wheelchair and so many other different items that they put in these stores and folks took to Twitter like, oh my God, they need to get rid of the wokeness. They got all of these different types of things out here uh, for for Christmas out here. They just don't, they just haven't learned. They just keep on doing this. And I, all I can say is, man, eventually these people will go away. I don't know, maybe they won't. Maybe they're gonna keep complaining about things of that sort. But just not, being so in invested in seeing things that they don't normally see and then complaining about it. I mean, if somebody want to go buy all of this, the Santa Claus with the wheelchairs and all the different types of people, the the pride-themed nutcrackers and all of this stuff, man, people want to do that, man, let them do that because there are people who support this and there are people who want these items and why would, why should a company not capitalize on providing these different products to folks that want them just because somebody might come in the store and be, oh my God, I, I got to deal with these this pride stuff again. And then they always circle it back to, but... The, but the kids, and I was just like, man, a lot of these kids don't even care about that stuff. It's Christmas time. All they care about is their toys. And if they see a Santa Claus on their Christmas tree in a wheelchair, at best, they might ask their parents questions about that. But I'm pretty sure this, if they have parents or family members who go out and buy stuff like this, buy these types of products, 
They don't have to ask questions because they already know. They already know, man. And I, I'm just trying to figure out why they have an issue with this. What somebody decided to do with their own decorations? You're not going to buy it. So just shut up. Why we got to make a big, big fucking stink about it because... Uh, Target went out there and oh my god they got a they got a they got a gay Santa Claus out there with a what they call a gay pose or the gay agenda whatever they want to do but I always say this man it's not for the people who don't want it it's for the people who don't and there is not anybody who's going to see this very few people are going to see this and be like oh this is what I'm into now. They not. I mean, there gonna be people who are gonna do it and support it because you know people are. There are people out here who are supportive of other ideas and other trains of thoughts and other views out here and and other people being included. And then there's just people that don't fuck with it and that's that's totally fine, dog. That's totally fine. I've seen a video of a lady spitting on some people that are protesting on um, the, the the attacks of Israel and they were out there protesting saying, you know, Gaza should be free and the Palestinians should be free. And this woman spit on these people. They just out there exercising their free speech, you know what I'm saying? They just out there saying, hey, look, this is what we believe. If you don't believe, that's perfectly fine, dog. You ain't gotta go out there and cause these people no harm, man. Just go on about your business. It's just like I made the joke about, I'm gonna go out there and put a fuck them kids sign out there in front of the Planned Parenthood place where the people out there protesting um, abortion and out there trying to shame people for going to Planned Parenthood looking for, you know, looking to, to, for answers. Because you don't live that way, that's fine. But somebody else may think that that's what's best for their lives. Because I don't have the numbers on it, but there's a lot more women who have had to have terminated a pregnancy through abortion, then you probably will know. And some of these people you see day to day in your everyday life. And if they did, they did. That's fine. You ain't got to go out there and be talking shit to these women because that's what they decide to do. That's what they did. Whether it's legal or not in your particular area, that's that's uh, the reason it is a murky situation because it's a thing about people just want to control folks. Walmart and Costco and a couple other chains and other news have come out and said that they're rethinking their self-check policy because of uh, feedback they received from their customers. Now, I walked, saw this. The first thing I was saying was, who are these customers you asking? What customers are you listening to? Because the people who don't mind self-check and prefer to use the self-check, they probably not in the demo of the people that you talk to. There is a specific set of people in this world that, that do not like using self-check. And that's fine. They go take their ass to the full check line. Let them go over there. Self-check is for the people that, that want to do it and, you know, and do all the things. This, their excuses are saying that people are confused and the machines are slow and this and the other. I'm telling you, the people that prefer to use self-check, that's not their complaint. You you look at the people who who obviously have an agenda against using self check and self check um, machines being in these uh, retail spaces. I mean, they talk about the shrink possibility and the and the products they're losing, but I mean, here's the thing: facts show that the shrink that companies experience 
over 50% of it they're getting is through internal means, either through paperwork area or employees just straight up stealing shit. It's not that significant amongst the external factors. It's majority internal factors. So to sit there and say that it's the self-checks that are leading to this, it's not enough. You can go back and pull the numbers on that. It's not significant enough when you match that up, pair it up against the theft that's happening or the loss that's happening from the internal means. Because your team doesn't know how to either execute properly, they're not trained well, or like I said, they just outright stealing shit. So Walmart said they're gonna downsize their self checkouts. So will Costco um, in this report. And there's some other retailers that are just saying that they're they're just losing money from high end merchandise through those methods. But here's the thing too. Put in your damn, your security standards, your loss of interest standards for those high dollar merchandise, and then you gotta deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, let me go to my grocery store. Let me go to my, my department store. Let me go to my little value shopping place. Go to the self-check, get my shit and get on out. As a matter of fact, shit, put a scan and go in that motherfucker, dog, so I can scan my shit and get on out. Man, that's the best thing about going in the goddamn Sands Club for me. I'll turn my app on, I scan the shit in my app, I pay for it in my app and then I just show them the little QR code when I go out. They verify that the stuff in my basket is what's on the receipt. I'm not going about my business, dog. And they check it at the door. So, hey, if I'm stealing something, the person at the door gonna know. What I'm gonna do, just run out with it? And look, if I was gonna run out with it and steal it, I was gonna do that anyway. But we'll just see. We shall see how that plays out. Man, I found this story of this dude who was sentenced to prison. I don't remember what state this was. He was convicted and sentenced to prison on um, some felony charges. And the motherfucking state forgot to send this man to prison. They had him on the books as being in prison, but they never actually took him in. And then he was supposed to get out, like, soon. And they were getting ready to do the process of getting him out. And that's when they realized that he wasn't there. And they went and found this man and put him in prison. He'd been living his life just chilling. He'd just been waiting for them to come. They never came. And then when they... We met prisoner 1039699 at the Southeast Correctional Center in Charleston, Missouri yesterday afternoon. I'm Dean. Mike Anderson. Nice to meet you. Mike Anderson is nine months into a 13-year sentence for an armed robbery that took place in 1999. He should have gone to prison in 2002 after his conviction and unsuccessful appeals. But Missouri made a mistake. It forgot about him. They said it was a clerical error. Clerical error? Yes. yes. That's the whole thing is a clerical error? That's what the they say. Instead of ordering Anderson to prison, the state mistakenly thought he was already there. Anderson said he waited and waited. Well, what did you think would happen as the days and weeks and months and years went by? I had this sense in me that everything was okay. No matter what was gonna happen, that everything was gonna be okay. And to this day, I still have that. If Anderson had gone to prison on schedule in 2002, he would have been released last summer. Instead, that's when the state realized it was attempting to discharge someone who'd never served his sentence. Law enforcement didn't have to look very hard to find him, though. 
During the last decade, Anderson lived life by the book. He built a home, started a business, coached football, married Laquana, and started a family. Do you wonder how this could possibly have happened? I, I think about that all the time, every day. Anderson was rearrested last July at his home, which now he might not visit again until 2026. So this is a unique case from your point of view. I've never seen a case like this, no. Tim Lomar is the current prosecutor for St. Charles County where the armed robbery occurred. He wasn't in office then, but is puzzled by how it was handled. My first reaction was, how did this happen? And somebody messed up. Somebody messed up big time. Lomar says there's no question that Mike Anderson is a rehabilitated and responsible man today, but... It's very difficult for me to say, we can create an exception and we can allow somebody who has found a way, whether it was by his own doing or otherwise, to not have to serve the sentence. Anderson's attorneys have filed a motion to have him released, arguing incarcerating him now is cruel and unusual punishment, and that the state waited too long to put him behind bars. They note that even the man who was robbed back in 1999 has said Anderson doesn't deserve imprisonment now. The state attorney general has until next week to respond, and a court could schedule a hearing next month. What do you think your chances are? I'm a man of faith, and I, I believe my chances are in the hands of God, 100% favorable my way, and I have to believe that. I can't believe anything else. For CBS This Morning, Dean Reynolds, Charleston, Missouri. What do you think, Charlie? I think the man should get a pardon or something. That's right, I under think Under these they circumstances, That's A, right. because the... He was convicted, but the man who was robbed said, I don't think he should go to prison. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the victim is speaking on his behalf says, says volumes. They need to figure something else out. Yeah, the prison, and, and the, go ahead. Prisons are already full. Exactly. It was time for him to get out from when he would have actually went in. They come and get him and put this man in prison. That's some fucked up shit right there, dog. He ain't doing nothing wrong. It ain't like he went on a lamb and tried to hide. He was chilling. He was at the house waiting. But they didn't come, so he continued to do what he was doing. But these motherfuckers decided that, hey, we fucked up. Now you got to pay for some shit that we said you was going to pay for. And even though it's been years later, I'm talking about double-digit years. I want to say 13 at the minimum. This man been out free, just living like a regular person. Nobody even knew this man wasn't in prison. They still had him on the books as being a prisoner. Now, I wonder how often this happened, but this could just be an outside case right here. It's just somebody just being stupid. You're talking about internal shrink, man. That's an internal right there that just don't make any sense. All right, let's get to these tasty black rankings so I can get on up out of here. This show is going to be a very abbreviated jump right here. I have a lot going on. I have a lot to, 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 to share with y'all, man. But I did want to give y'all some of those quick hitters right there. Um, let's see. Let's do what we got here in the tasty black rankings. It was something else I had in here I wanted to go to. Oh, I know what I'm looking for. I'll come back to that in just a second for y'all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, Tasty Black Rankings coming up right here for y'all. 
is three, seven. That's 10 right there. So we got 10 of them coming up. Number 10 is going to be the folks that like to see the club get shot up, and that is cream pie porn. Uh, actually, no. Number ten is gonna be anal porn. People who like to like to do the booty, like to do the booty play, like to go in that that the stinker. Uh, anal is gonna be number ten. Number nine is shoot up the club porn, cream pie. Number eight is teen, aka eighteen plus, or women that look like they're teenagers. Threesomes coming in at number seven. Number six is gonna be amateur porn. Number five is going to be blowjobs. Number four is gonna be lesbian. BBW slides up in this thing at number three. She males or transgender porn, as it should be called, slides in at number two, and big ass comes in at number one. So there you go. What's your favorite type? What's your favorite category? Let us know what you want to get in there. What you checking out when you slide in? I'll tell you, in these categories are seen down a rabbit hole. If you don't have one particular, you just want to go in there and keep going and just keep going and just keep going. Do what you do. Uh, that's all on the, the thirst tip. Um, oh, man. So I didn't have a, a five-star follow because I haven't put up a new one yet. But I will talk about the, um, the thirst topic of this show. Man, it's them thigh tats. And I ain't talking about the little bitty one. I'm talking about the big one. The one that starts right around the hip and go all the way down to down near the kneecap on either thigh, both thighs. Some of them go all the way up to the cheek and run all the way down, man. Them thigh tats, man. They are amazing, especially in the summertime when you see them out there with their little bikinis on or they short shorts or they, they real short dresses, man. It's just something about them thigh tats. And it really don't matter how big the thigh is. The thigh tat. Is mm, 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 it is a one? I'm trying to tell you, you find your one with a thigh tat on there, man. You better if you got your one, man, you better love on that woman, man. I'm trying to tell you, you better put some oil on that thigh tat, man. Let that thing shine, buddy. Especially when they got the got got the colorful tat, man. The colorful tat with all the different designs up in there. I'm trying to tell you, love them. I love them to death. Shout out to the women with the thigh tats out there. All right, man. I think I'm going to hit, hit the wall on this show, man. That's everything I got for y'all, man. Um, like I said, if you want to leave feedback, go ahead and do that, man. Let us know. Maybe you got a thirst topic you want me to talk about, man. Something that you fucks with. Just let you know coming up. We got the DTA 64 coming soon. I, I'm working on the Thursdays 100. And also, finna start compiling the list of the black actresses and the black adult stars. So, get ready to see all of that coming your way very, very, very soon on the Dr. Braces Network, man. And the page keeps coming together. I added a couple more things there, but I still got to put some more trinkets in there so y'all can come through and navigate the page and fuck with us. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening to this thing, man. Uh, keep on coming. Keep on giving us some love, man. Until next time, man. Your boy Tony is out. Peace. This has been a Dr. Abrasive presentation.